What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Planet Firebomb Radio. I am Jaman, aka Aries Firebomb. And this is Brandon here back again. Part two electric boogaloo. Let's get into it, y'all. <laughs> we got a lot of shit to discuss. It's been an eventful two yes, weeks. We do. Like <laughs> we are gonna hit up. Um, we're gonna talk about drag race, of course. And then we also Mm -hmm. have to talk about the latest, you know, Marvel rumors. Um, A certain somebody who can't keep his hands to himself may be getting replaced. Child, Mm. we'll get into it. Also, we need to discuss beef, my love and hate with that situation and that show right now. And yeah. I got a lot of beef. Um, child <laughs> and our usual you know video game shenanigans in life and all of that stuff but first we're gonna t- tell you a little bit more about planet firebomb um like i said before we are a, a artist collective um who are just looking to basically just build shit together um we are mostly people of color black folks and yeah we are just tired of the bullshit tired of the the clickiness in all of our collective areas, whether that's here in Minnesota, down in Florida, where Brandon is, or anywhere else our lovely, lovely house folks are from. And yeah, uh, there's so much that we have to tell y'all about and to share, but that's going to wait a little bit. We have more people from the house that are going to come in Um in future episodes just to kind of you know talk about themselves talk about what we do and also talk shit about pop culture and everything (laughs) everything in it that we consume Um, the biggest thing and brandon i don't even think i told you this yet is that in a Mm -hmm. couple weeks here i am filing for the llc so planet firebomb will be an official soon and not only that i am filing to become a b corp which means that we will be socially and environmentally friendly and sustainable so all of the work that we do that nonprofits claim that they do we will be doing it as a for-profit business to show that you can make money and quit being a little bitch by gatekeeping <laughs> in the nonprofit sectors but yeah i know that's right i'm super fucking i excited. love that <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's gonna be yes. so great for all of us. Like I, from ear to ear right now. <laughs> I really wanted to get some new, uh, some new merch up and stuff um, to kind of like celebrate and make sure that you know we're going into this the right way. But a certain friend, you know, is taking his sweet time with all of the fonts and stuff, the custom fonts Ooh. that we need. But you know, it's it's all good. I'm gonna shade them, Sean. It's a process. But... <laughs> <laughs> right it is a process no shade i know people got shit to do but yeah y'all be on the lookout for that like I- i'm super excited um we have a fashion event that we are planning um that we'll talk more about later in future episodes and i'm sure y'all will see on social media but yeah i'm i'm ecstatic like because you know for so long we all have been just kind of over it when it comes to mm-hmm just you know working for people trying to find work in my situation facing down people to get paid it's it's frustrating and it's annoying it's been a hell of an airy season i will say that much but i don't know onward and upward absolutely 
100%. And, and, I, and I get that, that part, especially about chasing people. Don't let me have to go after you. Okay. Meet my deadlines. Okay. Period. Right. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you ask for an invoice. I give you an invoice. It has a date. Mm, what are you not comprehending? Because you would be beating right. down my door all up in my inboxes if I was late, you know, with the stuff that you contracted me for. So pay me my damn money. It ain't that hard. But I don't know. If you listening and, and want to donate to us, you know, it's Cash App Aries Firebomb, Venmo Aries Firebomb. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> okay. Listen, um, we all struggling out here. Seriously, for real. And and something that I have posted before is like, um, you know, I post up that shit a lot, like my Cash App Venmo and all of that. But the majority mm-hmm. of it does go back out to, you know, other people in the house or just other people who are in need. Um, just because like if folks are willing to donate, you know, why not share that shit? And you know me, I'll, I'll share whatever I got anyway. Shit. Much you absolutely my- do. Can attest to that. much to my detriment you know ain't that right Shaquille and Danny but anyway oh shit (laughs) that's Uh, another story that's that's for gossip time there's no (laughs) scammers and if you come across anyone you know what we'll we'll, we'll save that let's take that away let's take that away but okay (laughs) (laughs) let's go to the subject of AI because like I said um I was planning on doing new merch, and a lot of you know that uh, we at Planet Firebomb uh, do ethical AI art, and what that means is that you know one of us will do a sketch, or I'll take one of my photographs or a short story that I've written, and put that in to Midjourney, my app of choice, and create some original artwork. Um, mm-hmm. And for a while, I know for some of us in the house, that was kind of you know a little controversial because. I think a lot of people are misinformed when it comes to AI, especially like AI art. They're like, oh, it's theft, it's this, it's that. And unfortunately, a lot of the shit out there, and you've seen this, um, is yeah. like ripped off shit. Like how many times we, we, do we need a black Harry Potter? Like, <laughs> you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what- I absolutely have seen stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, you know, there's so much other shit that you can do out there. People are so talented and people are so creative. Um, but you don't get to see any of that original art because a lot of the other shit and a lot of the other negativity surrounding it kind of like drowns that out. But it's it's AI. I think it's, it's here to stay, obviously. People are using it for everything. It is not going nowhere. Skynet is here, honey. Skynet is here, honey. And then you got like, I know like Universal Records is now like going after whoever's doing like the AI music shit because Drake, someone did. <laughs> and I wish the I had. Ice, it. Ice, I don't want to talk. Yes. Someone, <laughs> listener, someone did uh, Ice Spices, like what was it, Munch or whatever. And they made Drake rap it. And so I'm sorry, y'all. Like it is loud as hell. He got so mad. He got in his last skin peepees about it. Yes, he, he did. sure did. He sure did. He's like, this is the final straw. And I'm all like, Drake, we know with your BBL and your fake abs, you'd be running around talking I about call him Jimmy. You, talk, you call him what? Jimmy. <laughs> I, I used to call him wheelchair Jimmy for the longest, but I was like, let me not sound <laughs> ableist. <laughs> like, yeah. Jimmy, like, just Jimmy's fine. Like, look. Like, <laughs> Jimmy will do. I also used to say he looks like a Flintstone character, but 
You know, I kind of see it now that you mention it. He looks he looks very caveman esque, <laughs> like caveman with the BBO and a brow lift, like. <laughs> oh man but no for real like uh ai art is here to stay ai in general like people are using chat gpt um and then i know you were talking about like ai therapy like what's that about child let me tell you something i did some digging this morning i i fell down into the rabbit conspiracy hall of ai bitch and they I, I just couldn't believe there's so many programs and apps dedicated to ai therapy and i was like wait a minute because i didn't think it was real at first i thought it was like okay maybe that's what something that they're working on to implement in the future it is already here and I was speaking with um, to my friends about it right before, and they were like, "Yeah, people are like literally, like literally, like going to these apps for genuine advice how to go about their day to days." And I'm like, "I don't think this is, you know, you know, maybe I would ask an AI what to make for dinner the most, not to talk about my trauma, not to talk about my trauma, because I feel like with the human connection, you can get more out of that. I mean." call me crazy here I don't know and you know uh, an AI can't prescribe you medication that you genuinely need to take care of yourself so I was just like um I do not um co-sign this I'm completely against it but you know what if if you need an AI to tell you how to get past your rainy day I mean I wish you the best of luck I just don't think it should go as extensive as you know just how to how to carry on with um pain and stuff like that if that makes any sense exactly exactly because it's like if you are at that point where you feel like you know you need therapy go to an actual fucking therapist do not trust yeah. <laughs> some ai some some bot to tell you how to handle your trauma that would just make things worse in my case or people will become too dependent on it like I know folks who there was this app called replica um which was like an AI chat bot um people would use that thing every day and to the point where like they had a special like package where if you paid like five or ten bucks a month you could talk to them like X-rated and like have a little virtual like boyfriend, girlfriend. And I'm like, this is wild to me. And I'm like, I know it's inevitable. We've seen the movie Her. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. we know that, you know, shit like that is coming. But it's so weird to see that we are living in the future. You know, the shit that we would see in as on cartoons and like sci-fi movies when we were kids but the world is still shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's literally giving Wally child because that was the entire plot. Child, yeah. literally. And, you know, I'm looking outside right now because all the snow has finally melted and there's so much fucking, like, trash everywhere. Like, why are people so trifling? Like, ugh. Oof. That's a whole nother thing. Like, build some AI to clean up the fucking earth. How about that? Like, Okay, let's get rid of the filth. Like if that yeah. can be done with the push of a button. I'm not against that. Hello, like shit. Instead I'll of some go for it. but y'all, but it's 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 fascinating because you know the whole AI boom, and you know as a tech geek, I like to stay ahead of the curve and just like read on things. But a lot of it is just 
it's it's scary. Like I did a business plan for uh, Planet Firebomb, and you know I got I paid however much money for that damn MBA. So I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and do this. Did it, showed it to a few folks. They're like, this is great. And so I was like, hmm, let me just see what I would have to do through ChatGPT for a similar business and see what they'll tell me. And they told me the exact same thing that I had wrote in my business plan. So I'm like, well, goddamn. Like, so I spent all this money for no reason. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's going to be a blessing and a curse. So, um, yeah, I, I really don't, I, I really don't know what to think of AI. I know as far as to go back to like the AI art stuff, it really is, you know, I see it more so as like a blessing for people, especially for like black nerds and other nerds of color, like us who didn't get to see. I would say so. Yes. Yeah, who like didn't get to see ourselves in like sci-fi and things like that that often. And so people have been creating some really amazing art featuring fat folks, featuring black folks, like featuring queer mm-hmm. folks. And that shit that would never get put out otherwise. Um, and and people were all like, oh, it's out there. And yes, it is out there. And that's not to shade any of the traditional artists or, you know, fellow writers like myself and photographers. But if you're not given that opportunity to do that on a wide scale level, then I can see why people flock to, you know, mid journey or other apps to create these things and to sell them and put them on their social media. Like it brings people joy. Like, so I don't see the harm in that as long as you're not actively stealing from someone else, but it's, it's a slippery slope. The internet is a blessing. Yeah, and you know, that's the thing with AI art, because let me tell you something. I am a sucker for some pretty shit. You see me on my PlayStation chat, I'm always taking screenshots and videos and reposting on my Twitter. I love art. Art is just so important and special to me. I feel like it helps us as a people grow in many facets. And, um, you know, seeing AI art ethically um, is fascinating. Um, personally, um, you know, stealing uh, other people's stuff, I, I get it, you know, it's fucked up and it's wrong. Um, at the end of the day, I'm always gonna um, be for artists and stuff like that and their rights. But um, I always have been someone who likes AI within means, you know, like even like with the music stuff we were talking about uh, not too long ago, like I heard uh, someone do like a, a SZA thing of flow summertime. Mm-hmm. That, it kind of hit. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, it's <laughs> So I was just like really conflicted, you know. And I heard someone did a, I mean, no one can compare, but someone did a, a version of like Rihanna singing Cuff It, and it kind of sounded cute. <laughs> so it's not like, like it did oh. sound cute until she had to hit them notes, and I was like, oof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Even AI Re knew she couldn't get there. <laughs> 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 One of my favorite uh, things when I first, when people started first using the AI music things, like about five or six months ago, uh, someone mm-hmm. did Whitney Houston uh, doing, no, 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 no. It was Mariah Carey doing, um, fuck, the Titanic song, My Heart Will Go On. And oh. I was like, this is very interesting because the T is with that song for those of you who don't know a little pop culture trivia 
is that um, execs initially wanted Mariah Carey to sing that song, but Tommy Mottola and her were beefing at the time. So he was like, absolutely not. And that's how Celine Dion got it. The same goes yeah. with uh, that one song from The Grinch, um, the Christmas song that, who is it? Like Faith Hill sings, Trisha Yearwood, one of them country singers. It was like written by Mariah, I think. And she was supposed to sing it, but again, Tyra Matola was like, absolutely fucking not. Like, you're not doing Damn, shit. Damn, we were robbed of that. <laughs> Listen, Tyra Matola can burn in hell. <laughs> like, burn in Demon. hell. As far as for unleashing Jennifer Lopez vocals into the world, that is his fault, and he will forever <laughs> rot in hell for it. I said what I said. Now, <laughs> on the next note, how's Resident Evil been for you since we're speaking of evil beings? Oh, child. Okay, so update, y'all. We have reached our conclusion. I have beaten Resi Evil Remake. I am so happy to be over it. Yes, bitch. I I finished it on Sunday. I finished it on Sunday. I got the hand cannon just like me and Javon were talking over the week. And bitch, I did the mercenaries all three rounds. I used Hung for the last one. I got that damn hand cannon upgraded it, got the unlimited ammo. I just rushed through that shit. So it's done. Um, I'm doing another one just to pass the time, but yeah, it's over with Chow. I <laughs> I also finished it uh, Sunday. Um, and let me tell y'all, like I know a lot of y'all listening are not gamers, but it's okay because we're going to spoil shit and we also going to like clue y'all in on stuff. So in yeah, this yeah. game... You are playing as this character named Leon, who is a former police officer who now does, I don't know, FBI shit, whatever. Special um, forces, whatever. Special like. forces. They don't really name it, but he's there looking for the president's daughter in Spain because she got taken by these villagers who are infected by some parasite that makes them crazy and evil. All kinds of shit, right? So... Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about that last week when, you know, your plan is, you know, Ashley, you running around, you doing all this, whatnot. But you get to this point where you're on this, like, island with all of these heavily armored, like, zombie people things who got, like, stun guns and fucking machine, whatever the fuck Electric rods. Right? Electric rods, all kind of shit, right? So it's difficult. But then you also have these things called regenerators, which are the most disgusting and evil things I have ever come across. <laughs> they look like hairless, uh, hairless demons, honestly. I was like so scared because I thought I killed one and I shot that bitch right in his head. That bitch lunged after me and started chewing on me like I was a, a starburst. I was like, oh my God, I have to kill this thing. And it took about like 10, 15 times for it to die. Listen, these are things like to give you all a description. Imagine like Homer Simpson that's like seven feet blue. tall, blue, completely <laughs> naked, and like as a zombie. And like you you have to shoot it either in the heart or like one of the organs to like kill it. Otherwise, it'll regenerate. It'll regenerate and come back and it'll start flopping. And it's terrifying, right? Especially because like they come out of nowhere half the time and mm -hmm. not my ministry not my ministry at all <laughs> so I do not recommend do not recommend dealing with those 
No, but we got through that shit. And then like Brandon, I'm also doing another playthrough and I'm playing on like a harder difficult, like not the hardest difficulty, but the second hardest because I'm a masochist like that when I have unlimited shit. But let me tell you, (laughs) you got to fight this fucking, uh, it might as well be a fucking dinosaur in this lake on this little bitty boat. And all you got is a harpoon and it's dragging you around this lake like a fucking toddler throwing a barbie and yeah like i died about five six times yesterday i was so pissed so pissed like it is hell (laughs) it was absolutely nerve-wracking getting through that i actually had to have some help with the damn puzzles too um in the beginning of the game Uh, after i got past chapter six everything was easy from then on but uh, yeah, I would say that damn third boss in the lake and the regenerators are the bane of my existence. I could handle that damn um, barbecue uh, uh, priest, whatever the hell his name is, looking like a shish kebab. Shish kebab. I was just like, child, I'm not, I'm not studying you. Like, I took him out in like three hits. Um, <laughs> but the the game is fairly fun, you know, for anybody who likes horror or anybody looking at getting into gaming. I would recommend it um, if you like the horror genre. <laughs> Um, especially, but um, once you get unlimited this and that, honestly, you're a bad bitch. Truly. And it's like, it's a perfect balance of like action style via John Wick <laughs> and like, you know, horror. And it's fun because you like, you do get some scares, you do jump every now and then, but you can mm-hmm. also beat a bitch ass too. Like, yeah, it's it's a fun time. Um but yeah, now that that's done, I'm just kind of like, well, damn, what else do I play? And well, I'm looking forward to uh, Zelda. And uh, I know you don't like Star Wars, but I am getting a Jedi Survivor. Um, I love Cameron from Shameless. He is a great actor, in my opinion. And I'm looking forward to the, ne- the next chapter. Honestly, it's like um, it's more challenging. It's kind of like I don't want to call it Elden Ring, but Star Wars. But the difficulty, given that like the levels that you can play on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would consider it Elden Ringish, Bloodborne-ish. Uh, oh wow! But, yeah. So, so are they changing it yeah. up from the last game then, like gameplay? Yes, I mean, like the last one, um, like th- certain things, certain things, um, definitely the combat. You can change his outfits, style of hair, facial hair, stuff like that. Even customize a little robot that comes with him. Deborah's back. Love her. She's got new style. She's back up in it you know um and we're gonna catch up with it's been five years since the first game so if you haven't played jedi fallen order i would recommend it too um but um yeah this is gonna be a time child there's gonna be a lot going on in this one i know eventually i'm gonna get it anyway because that's usually how it ends up like i'll catch it on sale when it's like 30 bucks because that's what i do i have like such a long backlog of video games that i don't touch and (laughs) one of the games i don't touch especially like on my switch is Luigi's mansion three and Tim just started playing that. And Tim is not a gamer. Right. But when I tell you he has been like jumping and screaming at Luigi's mansion three. And I was like, you are a toddler. Like, what is this? <laughs> he's all like, this is not scary. My heart's- Luigi's mansion. <laughs> I was like, he's all like, this is so scary. He's like, my heart is racing. And like, I was like, no, it's not. And so I put my hand on his chest and literally his heart was racing. I was like, <laughs> what is this? I was like, can you not do like 
haunted houses or anything either he's like no i was like this is so cartoonish tim like with this <laughs> i was i was floored i was cackling at him like is it rated e too yeah i'm like it's rated e <laughs> i'm all like you just as jumping in like nervous as luigi what is this like <laughs> <laughs> But I'm trying to get him to like, he's always so bored when he's not like designing stuff or doing his um, amazing videos he does for to promote his shows. So I'm like, why don't you play video games? Like, I want him to play The Sims, but he keeps wanting to play like on the console. And I'm like, no, if you're going to play The Sims, you need to do it on the computer with all the mods. And I'm all like, because if your if your Sims aren't like, you know, pothead strippers then what's the fucking point you know <laughs> exactly let me tell you something i love myself a good mod on the sims i got all of them um wicked whims the drug one <laughs> that shit hello <laughs> my sims world is chaotic as real life listen and i'm about to like reinstall all of this shit on, <laughs> on my laptop because i miss playing the sims i miss being chaotic in that way and since I've been more creative lately with like writing and whatnot, I was like, hmm, let me create some some storylines up in up in this game up and see what mess yeah. I can I can stir. <laughs> but um I like that. It's speaking of mess, uh, we just got news over the weekend. Well, not news, it's been out for a while. Um, but I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have watched or heard of the show Beef, um, starring Ali Wong, Stephen Young, and the trash ash David Cho, who back in 2014 was on a podcast and basically went into detail, uh, trigger warning, um, basically went into detail about the assaults of a black woman like he basically got on his podcast and like detailed like how he raped this massage worker um and all of the men were like oh was she hot like what'd she look like da, da, da. did she look like like Leona lewis like all this trifling shit and the only voice of reason on that podcast um was uh an, another asian woman who happened to be a sex worker and she was like so basically you're on here and you're telling us that you are a rapist and that's the only way you can get your dick hard like you're disgusting you're trash and like all these other men were like oh yeah well whatever continue the story and it's like what wow so, so that happened and then like, and i've heard since then um sorry to cut you up jamal but i've heard since then that the podcast has been removed is that oh. true so here's the thing, like he has been filing DCMA copyright claims against anyone who has posted the podcast talking about his church owns the audio for that. Um, so it can't be reused. He's trying to get it scrubbed from the Internet. And Ali Wong put her tweets on private. Stephen Yun hasn't said anything. Neither has Netflix. But come to find out the reason he even got the job was because he was friends with Ali and Steven and they recommended him. So this is your friend. Do y'all not agree or do vetting anymore? Like what the fuck? I don't understand. Well, right. And I'm sitting here like, this is your friend. So you knew that this incident happened. Whether to. you you knew you knew at least the podcast incident happened. And 
whether it was a joke or not, if you're doing a TV show, like, why would you have this person be so embedded in it? Not only did you have him cast in here, but all of the art that they show in the titles, that's his art. So he's oh all God. he's all over this. And it's it's wild to me because you have all of these people on Twitter and this is no shade um, to like Asian Americans or anything. So please, y'all don't don't like take this as that. But so many people were all like, oh, we're aware of, you know, the controversy surrounding David, but that shouldn't take away how how nuanced and how like deep this show is and how good it is because Ali Wong and Steven Yeun did such an amazing job. And it's all like, I agree, they did do a good job. But at the same time, you cannot just dismiss sexual assault like that. Yeah. Especially of a black woman. Are you fucking kidding me? Exactly. And it's just go, it's like it y'all are sitting here talking about how the show bucks against the model minority myth, but at the same time, you're perpetuating anti-blackness by ignoring this story and saying it's not that big of a deal. Whether it's true or not, the fact that he even made up a story about assaulting a black woman, that's crazy to me. That's very disturbing. And like, saying it on a public platform, are you and all proudly too? Yeah, and like not only that, but also Bobby Lee from Mad TV, um, a, a podcast clip resurfaced uh, with him saying that he went to Mexico when he was like in his twenties and like paid like a, a teenage hooker to have sex with, and she was crying and all of that. And he saw her oh crying, God. and that just made him want to, like, fuck her harder. And I'm like, you men are fucking disgusting, and you need your balls chopped off. Period. Like, ca- castration. Y'all need to be castrated. Castration, yeah. electrocution. Because why are y'all, whether these stories are true or not, why are y'all going on he- on public, you know, accessible things and talking about this shit like it's nothing? And the fact that, you know... Black, Indigenous, and Latino girls are more likely to be sex trafficked and to be, you know, forced into those type of situations. And y'all are making jokes about it. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, I, when I read that, like, I couldn't even, I'm contemplating even finishing beef. I only have, like, three episodes left. But I'm like... I know what happens because I was like, let me just read. But it's like, damn, I don't even want to give them the views because, you know, it's turned it's turned you off from it, honestly. Yeah. And it's I like, I was like, right. And I was like, I was a huge fan of Steven and Allie. And I was like, oh, they're finally, they're finally getting their flowers. You know, they're acting their asses off. Oh, yeah. Definitely awards time for them. But now I'm just like, child boo, fuck, go fuck yourself. Especially for A24. I was rooting for y'all. I love A24. Listen, it's still a dream of mine to get some A24 projects produced, but child, between this situation and having fucking the weekend show <laughs> coming out. Oh, yeah, I saw the teaser for that. Yeah, and I'm like, no, thank you. I'm, I'm just over Absolutely. it. I'm just over it. Because it's like, there's only so much shit that you can put up with in the name of, oh, you know, separate the art, blah, 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 blah. People are just trash. And it, and it sucks because it seems like, damn, can we enjoy anything? 
you know? Right. It's like, I want to root for y'all, but this this stuff, it's got to stop at some point. Like, perfect example, Jonathan Majors. Everybody was rooting for Jonathan Majors. You know, he really came oh. into his own with, you know, Lovecraft Country. And he got this big Marvel gig playing one of the, like, ultimate villains. And you can't keep your hands to yourself. And now it's like, you know, his his management and PR teams just dropped him yesterday. And yep. they've had him for ever. And Marvel said that, you know, they're not, you know, publicly they made a, they haven't made a statement about recasting. But here's the tea. Apparently, Damson Idris is in the running to replace him as Kang. Oh. From Snowfall. From Snowfall. Yes. Okay. And I'm like, huh. I could see him doing it. I could see him doing it, but if he's going to be playing an American, I need him to do an accent other than the South Central accent. Because when we saw him in Swarm, how are you going to be from Houston, but you sound like you're from South Central LA? Doesn't make sense. Ah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And like when it comes to, you know, me and Black Brits <laughs> are always beefing <laughs> on Twitter, but. <laughs> It's it's fascinating to me how, you know, a lot of Black Brits will come and they will get all of these roles. And great, I'm here for more Black people in media, period. But it's when they only have the one accent that they can do. And and I'm like, but you're, you're trained. You're theatrically trained. You're from the greatest acting schools in London. Why do you not know how to do a Southern accent? That is true because rich people be snatching up everything, child. So, like, people be going up for like Cynthia Erivo and all that. And I'm like, girl, I do not care about her. She can go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not studying her. Every time I see her, my eyes roll to the back of the head. I, I remember what you said, Miss Lady. Right. Okay. Like, every time I see her, I'm just all like, <laughs> I click not interested. <laughs> Next. Exactly. Like one of my friends is super excited for Wicked, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad Ariana's like acting again, and she's gonna be singing and enunciating." But I will not be watching it because I do not like Cynthia. So, so wait, she's playing the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, Ephaba, the green one. Oh, I think. yeah. I Try. saw a screenshot of it. I was like, "Well, she looked nice from behind, I guess." <laughs> not just the back of her head like oh she looks great just the back of her head i don't even see her face <laughs> she irked me that much <laughs> oh uh let me not get that bird no more airtime. <laughs> <laughs> um but no like it's been uh you you saw janet over the weekend I did, y'all. Okay, so this was very last minute. My uncle is very, very wish-washy. No shade to him. No shade to him. But um, he was trying to sell these tickets, and he couldn't. So he offered them to me. And hell yeah, you know, I fucking took them. I love me some Janet Jackson, okay? you Listen, I got the Velvet Rope Tour literally somewhere in my room. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I loved seeing her live. First of all, there was a bunch of white gays there. 
They uh-huh. had all the t-shirts that listen, they were they were in it. And then and even they, they were like, why are there so many white people here? Even they said that. <laughs> that tickled me. But um, and but one thing that irked me while I was there, I'll say this much before I get into Janet. Um, I don't like fake fans. I don't like people who are there because some rich head bought extra seats. That's what happened in the row in front of me. People taking up their phones, recording, and they're like, what's her name again? How dare you? Why are you even here? Wasting space. Not what's her name again. They th- One girl said, is this Beyonce's aunt? Wow. It's her mother. I was just- <laughs> exactly. She's her blueprint, her mom actually um but janet looked great she looked great you know people were trying to read her online for her outfit choices i thought they were cute let me tell you something janet is nearly 60 years old i don't know what y'all thought you are getting y'all thought she was going to do backstands and kick flips and cartwheels and doing all these types of the original <laughs> she's going to give you what she can but she's going to look good doing it and i had no problem with what um and her choreographers let me tell you something i don't know if she got them at ota at a ballroom or something like that but they were killing it and they were fine as hell too um everything from it from a to z so if i had to rate it out of five i'm giving it a total five out of five janet killed it she looks so good from like the pictures in the video i've been seeing um sounded good too on social media like she she comes here may 30th i don't have tickets yet i know shock but i've been paying for this damn wedding (laughs) so look I'm about to Klarna some tickets to do something because I got to go. I got to see her. I got to see Beyonce. Like, you know what's crazy? People keep asking me. They're like, oh, are you going to go see Madonna this summer? And I was like, what makes you think I'm going to go see Madonna when I don't even have Janet tickets yet? Like, the fuck? <laughs> and as if I wanna, would want to see Bob the Drag Queen uh, at her show either. Oh, yeah. I forgot he's touring with her for whatever reason. Not studying that man. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I just came across like my autograph that I got from Bob the Drag Queen calling me funny. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but um, but no, like it's the last time I saw Madonna was probably 2012. So I was like 24, maybe. Yeah, 24. And okay. I had went by myself and it was me. And then like on the left side of me was this girl who was about my age. who was like this huge Madonna fan. She's like, I'm going to the show tonight and I'm going to the show tomorrow night. And I was like, good for you, girl. <laughs> and <laughs> this was during like the MDNA tour. So um, on the other side of me was a bunch of like older white gays. And when I say older at that time, they were probably like in their 40s. So, okay, like, I'm just sitting there, you know, minding my business, waiting for the show to start. And this dude, like one of the white guys next to me just starts like touching all over me and all over my chest and like grabbing me. And I'm like, excuse me. He's just all like, oh, are you here by yourself? I'm all like, yeah. He's like, mm, the last time I saw Madonna, I was probably like your age. He's like, you should come with us. And I was like, uh, absolutely fucking not. And it, they not. Kept- they kept like harassing me like the whole fucking show. And this was back 
during like my go-go boy year so it's like it's not that i was i mean i was used to it but at the same time i'm like i'm at a show don't touch me don't touch me like and i can't cause a scene because again i'm here by myself and white ass minnesota mm-hmm. and granted i was only like 10 minutes away from home but i was like this it was just not a good experience and then like she the show itself was like super weird and awkward because she kept pausing to make speeches about barack obama and like half the audience was like what? booing. Yeah. And she was like, don't y'all boo my baby Barack. And da 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 da. It girl, it girl was a mess. <laughs> then she started stripping during this like acoustic version of Like a Virgin. And it was, and like I people can't. were like throwing money on stage. And she was all like, like one guy was like to suck out a dollar to like tip her. And he like put it away. She's like, no, 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 give me your money. And so like all of these people started tipping her. And so she just took the money and like then just threw it off stage like later. Like she had to have gotten like at least $200, $300. And I'm like, nothing. Not, not, now she's going to be on Drag Race next year. Jesus. Listen, and I'm just like, it, it was a mess. But I was like, mm. I, I had made it a mission like after Michael and Whitney died. I was like, I just want to see all of the legends. So that's the only reason why I saw her. But I was like, that was a one and done thing. Like, <laughs> would not do that again. And yeah, that was my bad. But speaking of Drag Race. Yeah, we have a winner. <laughs> we have a winner. Rightfully so, Miss Sasha Colby, icon. Congratulations to her. I mean, honestly, thinking about it in hindsight, I don't think she really had any competition i mean besides anitra but we all knew that she was going to win from the moment that we saw her in, in that cast promo um it was pr- it was practically a red carpet laid from her from the moment she walked into the workroom mm-hmm. and honestly i feel like rupaul had no choice but to give it to her i feel like i agree like she really didn't have like competition competition um I don't agree with the top two. Like, it should have been Sasha and either Lux or Sasha and Mistress. But Anitra, I don't see it for her. I don't see it for her. She does the same tired-ass Vogue moves that she can't land outside of that duck walk. Like, she failed the 360 spin twice during the final performance. And and it's like, girl, if you're going to appropriate ballroom culture, you Mm -hmm. had, they finished filming this show in July. You have from Mm -hmm. July until the end of March. Yes. Mm -hmm. Until the April, the end of March to go back home to find the ballroom scene in your city that you claim didn't exist and get some people to teach you. Yeah. But instead, you chose to do nothing but wear them ugly-ass outfits. Oh, shit. To the finale. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, I don't, like... And it's no shade to Anitra because she's a good performer. But Mm -hmm. the outfits were tired. I don't see how she won as many challenges as she did. 
But you know what? Maybe she'll come to All-Stars and prove me wrong. Who knows? I just know Lux and Mistress were robbed, especially when you look at those uh, finale performances. Yeah, I saw I saw clips like short clips, and uh, I liked Mistress's the Delusion song. I thought that was cute. Um, Sasha's was perfect. Um, I liked Lux's too. What was it was it fashion or something like that? That was cute, and I liked her hair too during that performance. Um, she looked great. Um, honestly, it was just like damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's like just what it felt like, and. Um, you know, those girls will have better chances on All-Stars, and I wish them the best. I think this is one of, like, the best top fours that we've had in years, honestly. Um, but, um, you know, All-Stars is right, right around the corner, speaking of which, and it starts on May 12th. I believe the cast announcement is this week. I mean, I know a couple of the girls. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, we can. The alleged quote-unquote girls because i heard monica beverly hills and i was like oof that's been a while since she's been on right i'm like we reach and reach and like i heard i heard of candy muse allegedly so i don't know like i like like i said last time this season 15 was the first time i watched drag race in like a good year and a half the last time i watched it was when simone was crowned and I that was a, a personal victory for me, which was a personal victory for me. Yes. But I yeah. was like, OK, I'm burnt out on Drag Race, you know, between the group on Facebook and that hellish ass group. <laughs> so between that group and just uh-huh. there being constant Drag Race stuff, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I had to I had to take all the other countries. I can't keep up. Now I'm just selective with it. You know, España is, I think, their most successful international version at the moment. And they're Mm -hmm. putting the budget into that show. They gave them their own special Meet the Queen special and stuff like that. They never used to do that for the other international girls. So um, they've invested into that one. Um, But I I I I get where you're coming from, Jamal, because it's like drag race has become this hydra. It doesn't matter how many times you chop off the head, bitch. Another one's going to grow in its place. There's just so much. And it's it's to a point where I used to be excited for this show to come back. And now it's like I, I literally blink and another season has started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I miss the gradual waiting for it, you know, speculating and stuff like that, getting excited for it again. And and I feel like it's just become a, a machine that is just like, blah, blah every time and i'm not excited as i used to be exactly and plus no shade to the queens over the last couple years a lot of them just haven't been entertaining (laughs) like a lot of it has just been manufactured bullshit and i feel like between the bullshit that drag race like the challenges were just really whack for a while so I feel like between that and just how annoying the white twink fans are, like, I was just like, let me leave. <laughs> like, let me take a step back. But season 15 was really great. Like, I genuinely, there there isn't a queen that I absolutely, like, disliked. Like, there are some that I, like, eye-rolled at, like Lucy DeLuca, like, like girl anyway. <laughs> but everyone was talented. <laughs> like, there wasn't really a weak link. Some were just better than others and some... 
you know, could pull it together faster than others. But I think you could pick any of those girls from season 15 and put them on an all-stars and they would do well. Yeah. So especially normally. And in in addition to the racism as well and just the toxic fandom, it's just it's just become not enjoyable. You know, exactly. But speaking of I love the girls, that's all I can say, really. Exactly. But speaking of enjoyable though, like how have you been? Like, you know, we talked a little bit before about like our wellness journeys and and all of that, like, what have you been doing to kind of keep yourself grounded and sane? Yeah, so I have been, listen, you know, a certain someone on this podcast, Jamon, is getting married soon. And um, I'm trying to look cute for their wedding. Um, listen, I've been on my water kick. I've been on a fitness journey. I've cut down on DoorDash. I'm literally walking every day, sweating my ass off. I've just been focusing on my physical and mental well-being, talking to my therapist and stuff like that, taking my medication, doing what I got to do to survive and thrive, honey. Um, It's not been easy at all. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. But, you know, as Tisha Campbell once said, it's the journey. (laughs) I'm still here. Yeah. That's right. And I got to tell myself in the mirror every single time I get up and force myself to take care of myself, brush my teeth, do my daily maintenance, you know, like that, wash my face, all that shit. Um, and um, yeah, I just I'm taking it day by day, literally. So, I, you know, it's 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 a process. You know, we're all human and um, I'm just looking forward to getting to a better version of myself. That's where I'm at, too. Just kind of, you know, everything has been wild the last, you know, year. But especially yeah. once dealing with the whole Black Visions fiasco and the gaslighting from damn near everyone there and just dealing with the aftermath of that and getting those two raggedy bitches to resign <laughs> has been, oh, yeah, fuck Candace and Miski. I'll say it till the cows come home. But, um... I know that's right. <laughs> but yeah, it's been. I don't want to say it's been. Um, it's been okay. Like it's been, it's the journey, like you said. Um, really trying to go all in with Planet Firebomb and the consulting with that and the contract work with that. Um, it's been a challenge trying to figure out how that works and you know me, like, I want to make sure everyone is good. And I'm like, how can I do this in a way where everyone will be good, where everyone can get a little piece of this, that's part of the house who actually does work. And, you know, that's been kind of a challenge, too, because it's, it's also, you know, the situation where you can't save everybody, and not everybody necessarily wants to be saved in that sense, you know, Um, some folks just have to figure things out on their own and that's been you know challenging you know because me being the natural dad that I am (laughs) it's just like okay but no it's been good like I've also been walking every day the weather's been good Uh, I just did a walk a little mile walk before we hopped on this call 
I'm going to do a couple minutes of weightlifting afterwards and just really shit. I'm trying to look good for this wedding too. Hell. (laughs) And just really start to enjoy stuff. I feel like for a while I've just been on autopilot and now I'm really like, okay, there's so much going on. It's time for you to really start enjoying life with the world being on fire and something new happening every fucking day. You can't be miserable, bitch. <laughs> you got to pull yourself together and get the shit cracking. So, I feel you on that. What are some um what are some of your favorite things to do to kind of like help you stay in that mode of joy? Um listening to music. Um honestly, usually that's what how I usually do that when I'm doing my exercises and stuff like that um you know the i hate to use the word diet but um (laughs) you know just trying to moderate the stuff that i i do um in terms of eating i'm let me tell you something limiting your calorie intake is a bitch um but just to maintain my joy overall um you know doing my gaming thing as well reading um, gaming with my my girlies and you know just going out for a drive walking just just doing anything outside generally um but you know sometimes it may be raining or something but you know there's always stuff inside like i said or i'll just be on my ipad just playing like i don't know <laughs> candy crush or something honestly <laughs> uh, it, it gets me through it right and you're right about calorie intake and shit being a bitch i i decided after 420 um i'm gonna give up like processed sugar and whatnot and like just snacks and unless it's like fruit and i know i'm gonna be a bitch (laughs) (laughs) so if i sound a little off on this next episode in episode three, child, just come back to this, these last few minutes of this episode and be like, ah, yes, the motherfucker's off the sugar. I see why. <laughs> I know, right? And I'm like, ugh. So we gonna see, child. We gonna see. But we are gonna see. <laughs> I'm so excited for, for you know, the wedding in June and for everyone to come who's coming and for y'all to meet some of the people here that I've been working with. It's going to be a great fucking time. And now that, you know, might as well say this. So I'm getting married the Saturday, June 17th. Um, But that Saturday, I am thinking of renting um, like a pavilion at the lake near my house and just having like an outdoor like barbecue cookout thing for Juneteenth. And that'll be like my public reception. So I have a little bit of food there, some drinks and folks can just bring whatever they want, like potluck style. And yeah, have a big ass, black ass, gay ass party. Cause a lot of folks coming like you and Mariah and a few other folks, um, y'all don't get to travel that much, at least for fun. So I want folks yeah, to be yeah. here and I want y'all to, to turn up and have, you know, the true Aries firebomb experience outside of Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah. I want to shake my ass. Have a good time. Shit. Period. 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 But 
I don't know. And don't y'all, none, none of y'all who come in, don't be sitting there just being like tapping your foot and drinking some Kool-Aid or something like that. No, you, you better be dancing, okay, and showing out. Showing the fuck out. Experience. And to get <laughs> ready for that, go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Aries Firebomb and pick you out a mix. Get to practicing. Okay. <laughs> but on just that so you note, have an idea of what you're getting. Exactly. Period. But on that note, it has been an hour and I had fun once again. Hope you had a good time too, Brandon. And I did. We will be talking to y'all very, very soon. Get those questions into us. Get those topics you'd like us to cover. Um, And yeah, we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Bye.